0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are through in the Europa League after seeing off Lincoln Red Imps Motherwell and Aberdeen are looking to join them before the night ends And Celtic close the gap at the top of the table with a win in Paisley I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah, good start for our Scottish sides in Europe Gordon, Rangers making easy work of Lincoln Red Imps Morello's back in the, on the score sheet with a couple there Motherwell and Aberdeen to come So hoping for similar results away from home and also there'll be reaction from last night Celtic getting the job done But fans unhappy with the performance Neil Lennon making a case at this stage They're still adapting to no crowd And results the most important thing I would tend to agree But I'm sure there'll be plenty of calls on that issue tonight Gordon it's a midweek football feast One in the Premiership last night One already done in the Europa League tonight With two more to come Can't beat it yeah, um, a good start as Mark said um, Obviously for the Scottish clubs tonight And Aberdeen Motherwell I think will make it three out of three Celtic, it's all about results just now um, I don't think, I watched most of the Celtic game last night Gordon I don't think they're up to speed yet Obviously new players coming in, new system um, I think there's an opportunity if you play against Celtic You can score goals as it showed last night with Lee Irvin um, I watched them against Ross County at the weekend Although it was comfortable at the end 5-0 uh, Ross County still created chances So a bit of work to still to be done with the Celtic Rangers And every other team will be the same It's a, it's a completely different season Getting used to no crowds And all the, the, the situation that's going with it, All the problems But uh, we're off and running And it's been a good weekend And it's a good start to a good week Right, 0141-951-1025 What is on your mind tonight? Give us a call and let us know Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB Gordon DL's got quite a bit of pull at UEFA level So we got him to get in touch Ask that the Rangers game would kick off at 4 So that it would be finished just in time for Super Scoreboard And we can get your reaction to a game at 5 past 6 We don't really get the chance to do that midweek But that's the situation we're in So quite simply, Rangers fans what did you make of it? It was obviously a routine victory Anything that stood out for you? Any concerns over that injury to Kemar Roof? What about Alfredo Morelos Being back amongst the goals as well? Just don't ask us about it Because we missed half of it Because it kept cutting out on the TV <laughs> yeah. um, So I'm sure that it was the same for you at home We can work around it together 0141-951-1025 It was a 5-0 win in Gibraltar Against Lincoln Redemps Gordon Tavernier Getting the ball rolling with a lovely free kick. Connor Goldson's header just before half time kills the tie. And then after the break, even more comfortable for Rangers. A double for Alfredo Morelos, a goal for Jermaine Defoe, and maybe loads of other things that we missed when the TV pictures cut out. It was a comfortable evening for Rangers, you've got to say. They'll be delighted just to get the result, uh, get on the plane and get back to Glasgow and prepare for a difficult game at the weekend. It was a chance for the Rangers manager to give one or two. A start like Arfield come in, uh, Eaton and Roof up front for the partnership. You had Greg Stewart on the pitch as well, leaving out players like Ryan Kent, who's banging for him. It was an opportunity. McGregor back in goals, pulled off a, a very, very good save, you've got to say. Um, talking points will probably be that Morelis back on the pitch, gets his two goals. I think that the manager will be delighted with that, as will the Rangers supporters. So it was really... It was a it was a comfortable comfortable win tonight for him. 
there's obviously always that comparison drawn, Mark. That you know, because Celtic had trouble against Lincoln Redemps previously, and because Rangers have still got the memory of that progress Niedercorn result. But the fact is, the Rangers team that, that lost that night is very different now, and there was never mm. any real fear that this was going to be a banana skin. Yes, it was AstroTurf. Yes, it was a one-off tie. But when you watched it, it, it was. The mismatch that many expected yeah, it to be Yeah I don't think there was any Any fears over that one for Steven Gerrard You know when you look back Celtic went there under Brendan Rodgers You know new manager New ideas These things can happen But this Rangers team Most of them been together for a long time You know they're in a much better place Than they were when they, they faced progress And the atmosphere around the club was a lot different So I don't think there was any fears Going into this one and it proved valuable, I think, for Steven Gerrard. You know, got uh, got minutes in people's legs, some who haven't been playing. Um, you know, Morelos back in the fold, coming on for 45, getting back in the score sheet again. That will do his confidence, no harm at all, especially second goal. Thought he, he took it wonderfully well with the chip. So, a lot of positives for Steven Gerrard. And now he can turn his full concentration to mm. what will be a, Plus a, a big, tough, tough game on a, Sunday. A big thing for him, just uh, quickly, Gordon. Good to see the full back in action Gets his goal as well So it's uh, Rangers in a good place just now That's a taster of what Gordon and Mark thought of the game What did you make of it though? That's the most important thing So let us know right now 01419511025 It's just finished It should be fresh in your mind Let us know what you thought of it What were the good points? I don't suppose there were many or any bad points After a 5-0 win Anything else that you noticed? Share it with the group 01419511025 Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's kick off Andy's in Finiston He's a Rangers fan What did you make of it Andy? Well I'm, I'm the same as you guys man. I was trying to stream it And it kept crashing And <laughs> I was actually in the stomach Stream or nothing You know what I mean? So I didn't really full time result To about 10 minutes ago there Aye but I was, I'm glad that uh, I lost a couple of goals Yeah, and that's a wee morale booster for him uh, Another point Which what? See the roof thing. How do you know how bad his injury was? Was he just taking after what a kind of precautionary thing? Or well, I, I, you, have you heard any? Not yet. We're hopefully going to hear from Stephen Gerrard soon. Mark Wilson. It's one of those that yeah, it looked a bit like a, a precaution. The only thing that that might worry Rangers fans like Andy and might worry Stephen Gerrard. Kamal Roof has had a very injury hit time of it recently, and calf injury was was the problem, I believe, um, or certainly part of it at Anderlecht. He didn't play anywhere yeah. near. As much as he would have wanted So to see that Area of Of the, the body That area of the leg Involved That that will be a concern It will be um, You know players who Who have recurring injuries Are always a concern um, When you sign them But Rangers would have done their homework And put them through a stringent medical But Sometimes players can't You know Shake these off Now we're not Calf injuries as well Have you found in your time there oh, They can be particularly recurring I, I never have, have any oh. It's one of, one of the parts of my body <laughs> The only part Yeah I, I, I I went through a period of that gone. You think that you're fine And then it just A turn Or just You don't even expect it And all of a sudden You feel that tightness Now If that's the case Then he's got off at the right time I think that Rangers looked at that And he could have probably played on Looking at him um, But I think it was the right decision Especially when you're comfortable Astro tough Away mm. from home Bigger games I think they'll just A couple of days you know, icing and a bit of uh, treatment I think you'll be fine for the weekend It's obviously going to be a worry Andy If one of your players potentially gets an injury But does this not highlight the difference In where Rangers are at now? Because Morelos comes on and scores two Defoe comes on and scores And E10 starts the game So I'm not saying you're going to be happy That, that Roof's injured But that all of a sudden is a very different picture To what it might have been say Last season if Morelos had, had a calf injury 
Oh, it's definitely a lot better this season. I mean, that, that was one of my main worries. Was I, I thought we'd won the game kind of comfortable. Just the, the way it's going and now we're the injuries, you know, and going, we don't really want too many more. Uh, no, I, no, definitely a better position than we were last season. Um, really, really happy with it, you know what I mean? So, because we've got a tough game coming up this weekend, we know we're going to, Hibs are going to have a, a, real, a real good challenge, I think, you know what I mean? Uh, especially in defence. So I'm just hoping that, I don't know, did Kent, did Kent actually get, did Keith come on, do you know? Or did no. Kent yeah. come on? Well, unless it, no, unless it was no. during one of the times when our mm-hmm. pictures got out, but no, <laughs> I don't think he did. Uh, <laughs> far, far be it from us to make too many jokes, because I'm sure... Um, We'll have technical difficulties at some point in the no very chance. near future. No chance um, with Dan at the hill. Ha- having said having said that, there is a situation. Rangers had a goal ruled out, and I have no idea what it was for. <laughs> I'm dead. I can't make it. Aye, Andy, right. can, can you shed phone? any light? No, I've never seen it. No, <laughs> no, I never. I was brilliant how you could see the build up to it, and, and the ball was in the net, and then I went in the net. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't know. This but. is the cutting edge analysis that you tuned in for. There was a goal ruled out. I've no idea what for because. Yeah, the pictures go. It's yeah. it's as knows. But yeah, you know, I see this point. Uh, even with that goal chopped off, it looked legit. We could see it through crackly picture. But you've got Defoe there. You know, might have been a couple of goals. Morelos a couple of goals. You're totally right, Gordon. A striker, and he's Rangers. He's Steven Gerrard's. We'll say number one striker just now in roof because he's playing him every game from the start. He limps off, and you bring on these guys. Totally right We have a big game coming up Against Hibs On Sunday It will be the game of the season So far And you've got a choice Of Defoe Morelos Or if Roof manages to make it It's a tough decision For Steven Gerrard In such a big game But you've also got We're forgetting about The other sign Ethan You know he played tonight Unfortunately the boy To me Looks like he needs a goal Like all strikers When they go to a new club When they settle in The first thing they think is Get that first goal Get that goal and then you get the confidence from it. Uh, I thought he worked very hard, but uh, then product wasn't there. I I think Rangers striker wise, even if Roof doesn't make it, uh, on Sunday, I still think they're strong because mm. me personally, Gordon, and it's only my personal opinion, I still think Morelos is the best striker Rangers have got, and you... he he comes on and scores two tonight. Yeah, how pleasing was that for you, Andy, to see him in a. You know, just be in the, the sort of right place at the right time. He'll have more difficult finishes, but these guys just thrive on on putting the ball in the back of the net, don't they? I uh, know. I really, uh, even though I, you know, even though he played much, but when he came on, he looked about happy, smiling. I know he's starting. Hopefully, as Gordon says, I hope he's getting back to his old self because uh, I'm still a big fan of him. And I think we should still try and keep him. You know what I mean? I really think he's going to do another turn this season. Hopefully. Yep, thank you very much. That was Andy in Finnison kicking us off tonight. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. So get your thoughts in on there, Rangers fans. What did you make of the performance? What were the standouts for you? Um, let us know everything you thought. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Um, another on the Morelos point. Actually, um, I saw a tweet there from SPL Stats about uh, his superior knowledge. <laughs> I won't try and pass this one off as my own. That goal for the second goal for Morelos takes him up to twenty goals in Europe. For Rangers So only Ali McCoist has more On 21 um, And in terms of Scottish players Henrik Larsson Still with a, a decent cushion out there In 35 But that's 20 European goals For Alfredo Morelos I know that Yes it's qualifiers And yes mm. that means Poorer opposition Gordon But mm. loads of other players Have had the chance to do it Against lower league uh, Poorer yeah. opposition as well yeah, he's, he's been on there He's been given an opportunity Gordon uh, To go on and, and 
put his marker down really again to show that the manager is hungry. If he's going to stay at Rangers, um, then he's got to fight for a place because the competition's very good. As I said earlier, it's my opinion that, he, that if he does stay and he puts his head down and really works the way that he can work, he's the best striker Rangers have got. And I, I can throw Ruth into that, Eaton into that, Defoe into that. I th- I but just, Stephen Gerrard doesn't think that, does I th- he? I think, I, well, I'll tell you what I think he will do, Mark. I think that if Morelos gets by the transfer deadline and Morelos is going about his business the right way, I think Stephen Gerrard will think that. Well, let's bring in Craig, who's a Rangers fan, and see what he made of the game this afternoon. Craig, just a case of job done. Hi, how are you doing, eh, Gordon? Hi. I shouldn't go. Um, I, I think it is just a case of job done. You know, I think, um, you know, realistically, it's a game that you, know, you should be winning 5 nothing. with no disrespect to Lincoln Redemps. I mean, actually, it could have been more, obviously. As you said, there was a goal chopped off for reasons. I suppose nobody really knows why. Um, I was hoping you were going to know, Craig. I was hoping you had a magic stream of this game and you could tell us. No, well, I, no, my, my stream was just as bad. I was actually cheekily watching it on my phone while I was still at work. So. Oh, Craig's boss, isn't he listening? Where'd you work? Uh, I, well, I actually nah, work for the local authority, so I bet I'm say much more than that. <laughs> don't uh, worry, Craig. <laughs> um, no, as, as I say, um, it, was, it was a good game. I'm slightly concerned about Kemar Roof going off, only because... My main, my main concern is that that's, that's five players we've seen hobble off the bat for Rangers in as many days um, in terms of obviously Saturday and today and don't get me wrong thankfully Morelos looks like he was absolutely okay but as big a squad as, as we've got we can't afford to keep losing players you know on a game by game basis particularly when we've only got four or five games leading into to, to the Celtic game but which is why I'm glad that Gerard didn't Risk the likes of Rankin and things like that on that horrific AstroTurf pitch, um, uh, you know, because Hibs at the weekend for me is arguably the biggest test we've had all season. You know, or, you know when we played Aberdeen, they were without, you know, their sort of main strikers and things like that. So that wasn't, you know, probably a good time to play them at that point. But you know, Hibs are flying at the minute, um, and with Celtic winning last night and playing before us this weekend. You know, it's there's going to be a bit of pressure in that game. So I'm glad that overall performance uh, it was running the mill. It was what you would expect. Um, I kind of chuckled to myself when I saw that he replaced James Tavernier with Morelos only because I, f- I thought to myself, if that was in any other game, people would not be happy with that decision. But um, I wonder, Craig, if that was, or I'll put it to Gordon first, if that was with the half time change in mind, knowing that. He intended to bring Nathan Patterson on Yeah So soon Yeah well When he brought Patterson on I was a bit surprised Especially with Was it Roof of the North Wasn't it And you're thinking Well that's a straight swap Morelis going on there Ah yeah sorry I've got it the wrong way around Yeah Yeah. So um, I, I wasn't surprised Gordon Because Tavernier won He's got his free kick He's um, Goals and scored Right in half time The game's finished Put to bed It was an opportunity to Get Morelis on the pitch Parsons at right back. What's the point of putting Tavernier one in front? You know, so it was just it was a, it was a comfortable situation for the manager tonight. A chance to organise, try new players. As I say, he put Morelis on at half time and says to him, "Go and show me what yeah. you can do." And he responded, "Defoe, come on, get minutes." Scored a goal as well. So I know what Craig's saying about the injured players, but Rangers and Celtic carry such big squads. You know, I looked at the, the stand line up tonight. I'd forgotten all about guys like Greg, Greg Stewart 
you know, and I'm thinking, oh, all of a sudden they're they're, they're back yeah. in the picture. So they've got big, big squads. Yeah, Craig, result is obviously the most important thing. Performance goes up there as well. Once you dig a bit deeper and look at the other potential positives, that idea of being able to give players game time, Nathan Patterson comes in and gets, you know, the majority of the game in, in European competition. How important is that? Because that would probably be an area where, you know, Tavernier plays all the time, doesn't he? But Maybe Just maybe At some point He'll pick up an injury It doesn't look like it He never seems to um, And Patterson needs to be ready Then to fill in Absolutely Listen Absolutely And I think Having Patterson there As a You know If, if he can get more game time And show You know That he's he's good enough To be there Then You know In the event That You know Tavernier was to get injured It's good to have A, a natural Sort of right back That you can play there um, But the only thing I would say And um, what Gordon's talking about There about the size of the squad Is that you know these players. It's, it's very well and good playing them in games against the likes of, um, you know, Lincoln Redimps or you know the game at the weekend there when they brought on was it, was it Bassey? I think his name was. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, the, the lad looked good. But when you're coming into bigger games, you know, you don't want to have to then be relying on these players because your your main man's getting injured. You know, I, I would much rather be able to line up a squad, you know, on Sunday against Hibs with Ryan Jack in it. Um, but that obviously isn't going to happen. Um, so I think you know I'm I'm happy to see these players, but you know I, I'm I don't want to move too far down the pecking order mm-hmm. with their injuries. Um, and obviously, I if the players keep putting performances in, there's no reason they can't go. I, my biggest worry actually is with Stephen Gerrard because he's actually shown over the last couple of years. I think he's probably his biggest flaw for me has been the fact that he's not gave enough players. The opportunities, or he's maybe given them one or two, and then you don't, you know, see them again. You know, you look at a lot of the players that we've just shipped out there on loan. You know, a Greg Doherty, um, you know, Jordan Jones looks like he's going to go. Um, and for me, these are players that, particularly a Jones, Jenner brought them in, so it's a waste of money now to just let them go. And I, I, I felt Doherty should have stayed, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, so I hope in that respect, it, you know, these aren't just fleeting. Appearances and then you don't hear from him again Because mm. Gerard's decided he doesn't fancy them Well time will tell We'll get an injury update very soon I'm sure Thank you to Craig and Cumbernauld 0141 On Twitter at Clyde SSB at Rob Scott and Stephen B Reliably informing us That the foes goal uh, was chopped off for handball There we go They watched it on Rangers TV And it was a handball So mm. we were we were none the wiser um, Thank you again to Craig 0141951025 Celtic fans St Mirren fans what did you make of the game last night? Celtic fans, it's three points. Is that all that matters? Or were you looking for a bit more from the performance? You tell us. 01419511025. We'll hear from you and Neil Lennon next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Your usual Thursday night duo. What about him on Tuesday, Mark? Did you notice it? Who? Did you see him caught sleeping, caught snoozing in the office before the show? I just seen it on Twitter. I had oh, a game on Tuesday, Stephen. but after it, I, I went on Twitter. Mark seen Daz sleeping. Me, seen me, seen me, the comment. Me. The comments were good. You've <laughs> so been many roads together. Don't go with that. I was stretching. He wasn't. He was out for twenty minutes minimum. I walked past three times. Who's making you sleep? What are you doing during the day? That's Make you tired When you come in here I'll oh, come up early Doing my paper round And everything But it's just been continuing We asked people to say What we thought he was dreaming of If you go to Twitter At Clyde SSB You'll see him He was getting Dogs about it obviously um, <laughs> A few of them A few of them With the bubbles above In the, in well, the pictures Well that's the thing 
Funtime says You were dreaming of the Halcyon days of main road Now you just cycle on main roads <laughs> That's a fair point Stephen McCulloch reckons he's dreaming about the breaking job Mark When you leave Which is probably in the next fortnight And Graham Stewart knows you well Graham Stewart has listened to this show many times He just says What decade it is (laughs) (laughs) I must admit To to, to, to the rest of you Some of you are very very Talented um, With regards to Photoshop I must admit Some of them are Wow Ah there was one in particular That was good I think I sent that to you Yeah you did yeah (laughs) The size of some of them I mean honestly I thought it was my nose When I was outrageous (laughs) outrageous, um, I must admit Um, and, And then front Right, just while I'm kind of thinking about you and, and Twitter and yeah. technology, I've got something I want to pull you up for live on air, and I'm a bit worried about the way this could go. Yeah, yeah. You texted me by accident last night. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, uh, have you got proof of that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. There's no chance I deleted I it. Actually, I actually thought, right, you know, I'm not very good with these sort of things. I sent a text. And then I realised It wasn't for me No it wasn't for you No He obviously knew it wasn't for you (laughs) Thank goodness (laughs) He obviously knew it wasn't for you And then what happened was I realised Mark So I thought like WhatsApp If you don't read them You can delete them You thought you could delete My uh, my text to you On my phone Yeah I thought it wouldn't get through Well it did Right So I sort (laughs) of went so So I've deleted it quickly and I thought, oh well, that's it, good. And I did. I've not heard. I can't. He's not even come back to me, right? Obviously, <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> and then, oh. then I walk in the office, right? And he's gone. You sent me a text. Do you know the thing is? I just, it, I'll be honest. It wasn't that bad, but. <laughs> So at first because you're confused You think is that meant for me And it just it had a couple, wee, a couple wee laughing faces And a wee kiss at the end so <laughs> oh, I knew not for you I knew it wasn't for me I was, I was oh. t- talking to my daughter about something <laughs> I hope not Anyway one <laughs> <laughs> on the phones <laughs> At Clyde SSB on Twitter Celtic fans St Mirren fans Where are you? What did you make of the game last night? Very simple question for you Mark Wilson I'll ask the same to you as, as we sort of threw out there before the break. Celtic won the game, two goals to one, it's three points, and people say that's all that matters. It's a results-driven business. Mm. Then you've got another school of thought which says Celtic had tens of millions of pounds worth of talent even on the bench, and the performance should have been more convincing. Which one of them do you fall into? Results. Results for me. In this season where Celtic are, are going for 10 in a row, uh, and the pressure... Is on them every single week To come away uh, From two games away from home You know the first one 5-0 And then the second one at St Mirren Which can be a tricky place 2-1 And missed a penalty So And missed another few chances Okay the, the performance in the football Wasn't sparkling But there's got to be a bit of reality in this You know there's this growing group That's That's You know Demanding perfect football from Celtic just now and the Celtic players, like everybody else, are adapting to the situations. There are no crowds and, and coming off from playing uh, not playing any games for six and seven months. You know, results are the most important thing. They've just went to the preferred Neil Lennon system, a 3-5-2. They're getting used to it. They've got a new centre-half in, Duffy. The, the two new forwards are starting to play now, more often. Um, the midfield is even... Changing from game to game So I think Neil Lennon and the Celtic side Deserve to be cut a wee bit of slack 
I could see the point if they weren't picking up results. If that game finished 1-1 and the criticism would then come. But when they're still getting over the line, I mean, again, there's got to be a bit of reality and what's at stake and the three points is the most important thing. You get that, Gordon. You can't mm-hmm. really argue with that. Three points is the most important thing. At the same time, though, fans are more than entitled to, to want their team to really look like they're flying and to really build up a real head of steam Coming into to right. bigger games That's That tends to be where people come from Isn't it? Yeah uh, In the football sense If you're a manager Coach And you've been in the game The stuff that Mark Came out with there That's what everybody will say Guaranteed Everybody will say that um, If you're a supporter I think If you're looking at Celtic Just now Yeah there's a change I think there's There's not the same Sharpness I watched Celtic For instance last season When they started And you could tell They were right at it now you can talk about crowds and every every team's in the same boat. The the different personnel in then when you sign us every summer, they were right at it. They were sharp. They were quick. They were moving the ball. They were creating chance after chance. They didn't look like they were going to lose many goals. In fact, they started off against St Johnston at home and batter seven, and it could have been double figures. I don't see that with Celtic now. Uh, I think there's not the same sharpness, the same movement. Um, they've still got a quality squad of that There's no doubt I think you can score against Celtic If I was an opposition manager I'd be thinking we can score here um, So Yes, there's a bit of work to be done And that's why I think Celtic supporters are a bit concerned Okay, Rashid's a Celtic fan In Govan, what did you make of it last night? Hello Rashid, have you got us? I don't think so. I think he's impressed. I think I think he's breaking. I think Brian's there though. Brian, what did you make of it? Hi, I watched the game last night and heard Neil's comments today. And I think I was watching. I was stacking. See me watching a different game to a manager. I think a number of people twice did the same. I'll tell you what, Brian. Good, good. You've you've given me the kick up the backside I needed. Let's play Neil Lennon first, and so people know what you're on about. It's not like us to concede from a set play, and our reaction to that was fantastic. You know, and um, you know we deserve to go in. At half time in front, we scored two very good goals, two headers, which is, mm-hmm. you know, different from us. And then we dominated the second half, and um, obviously we've, we've missed the penalty. But you know, it wasn't for the want of trying to get that third goal. And St Mirren defended slightly and, and very, very deep. And sometimes that can be, you know, difficult to break down. But it's a great win, great three points, and um, you know, some players got you know very valuable game times in it as well. You get a head of steam up in a game, and normally you know you get the atmosphere crackling, and you know it gives the players a lift. There's none of that at the minute. You know, if your goalkeeper makes a great save, you know the crowd get up. Or you've been a corner or an important fast side of the game. We're missing all that at the minute. So there's a bit of adaptation. There's no question. Subconsciously, that's that's a big miss for them. It's not an excuse, like you know, but um, even me, like you know, winning five 0 at the weekend, you know, there's not a, a big crowd there to enjoy it and enjoy the atmosphere. And uh, even tonight, you know, would have been great tonight. Tannadice would have been great. So we are adapting as best we can, and that as well as anyone. Right, Brian, what's the bit you, you disagree with? It maybe wasn't those particular comments, but he says, you know, great win, a great performance, or something along those lines. Um, what do you make of it? Great. Um, I can agree with him he's obviously given players a chance because I thought it was going to be a sort of easy game against St Mun but the first goal was just laughable I mean I never actually got to see the game as started but as far as I remember we played three at the back they seemed to go with four and they went with um, El Hamid and they went with Taylor who neither of which can actually go past a man which is a bit shocking I don't know what Jeremy Finkborn's got to do to get a game 
there was just no flooding to it at all. Of course, obviously, someone's going to play two banks of four and he can hard to break them down, but it was just like listening to Stracker again, whereby this actual same game I'm watching as you. Uh, Gordon, you're blind, right? It was El Hamed played last night, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was slightly different because he he didn't play wing back. Frimpong did it the weekend. Yeah. Forrest did it on the right this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still the back three. Did Duffy moved into the centre of the, the back three yeah. last night to yeah. allow El Hamed to come in and play on the right? What is, how's the how's the three five two thing looking? What I will say is taking time because you remember you've got a new goalkeeper as well, but Celtic as a the, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm looking at a Celtic team They walked off the pitch on Saturday And I was there at Dingwall 2-0 up And Neil Lennon said after the game He roasted them at half time And I totally agree And a lot of people think Well away from home Difficult game No crowd They're up 2-0 But even the Celtic manager did And I think that performance has been the same I've not really seen Celtic hit the gears that they can hit Obviously they've got the quality there they're chopping and changing now. They've got the squad and the quality of squad to do that. I would like to see a little bit more energy going into the middle of the park, for instance. You know, does Scott Brown need to play against Ross County and um, St Mirren on Wednesday night? No, I'm a big Scott Brown fan. I'm not saying he's finished. I'm not at all. But is it a case of saying if you're going to change about your squad and... And you know you've got a big squad to put a bit of energy into that mid-left park, and Forrest went down the right-hand side. Now you can't criticise Forrest because he gets a goal, he gets the second goal, and a great header it was yeah, too. And, and and goes and wins a game. I like Frank Pong. There's just that lack of. They're not what I would say. They're not up to speed, Gordon. They're nowhere near. Mm. And I, I'm not coming into this. Well, let's all look at the crowd situation, right? Do the crowd play a part? Of course they do. But every team's in the exact same boat. I just think Celtic, with the quality they've got, should be a a different tempo. Just I've now. got to say though, if that's Celtic not up to speed, and I think we would all agree on that, is that no trouble for everybody else in that they're still winning these games? You know, they they only playing perfect football. They only playing slick passing. It's stuff that they wear uh, when they came back in January. But they're still winning these games Yeah but they're going to win their games Mark Take Celtic How are they? I've, I've been because, at Celtic When because, I've been to St Mirren And I got beat 4-0 uh, You yeah. don't you, That's the problem People these, think These are relative one-offs though aren't they? Yeah well, you a, look a, at, a vastly under par Celtic With that squad can still win games Yeah But they can still lose them once As well But they're still winning The whole point is winning see, see, People are criticising Celtic for winning just now which I find strange criticising for winning them. Celtic fans Who have every right Are saying with that talent there We want more convincing are performances That's Are you telling me Are you telling me That you're watching Celtic now And It's a whole host In social media Brian's here going It feels like Am I watching the same game here What, what uh, If that's not criticising What is what, what did I want To go to St Mirren And win 5-0 After no, another 5-0 At Ross County well, I, well, I don't get well, what's well, hold on. Well, point tell, me, tell me then why Getting in at half time On Saturday against Ross County Away from home Which you'll say Is a difficult game anyway yeah. Right I don't agree with that I think with the squad Celtic Rangers Have got They're a lot better Than any other club below them Right they are, when, know with that, the squad, Right That's every so year again, but Are you trying to say two, don't Celtic Rangers Don't lose the, these the, games no, ever I, What I'm saying is They get 2-0 up At Ross County A difficult game away from home Neil Lennon roasts his players so he's demanding a better standard. I said that so, so, as well. I so, agree with you. So, about that. so is the supporters. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Now, you what I said to you was I agree with you as a football as a football person that goes, well, it's all about results, it's no crowd, uh, people getting to know each other. We can use all those uh, phrases. But as a supporter, 
the sitting there and as I said I watched Celtic last year starting the league campaign at Celtic Park and they were at it right away they were at it and St Johnston are looking thinking get us out of here with seven but they weren't at it come December when, when they started dropping points and at the turn of the year Neil Lennon was getting the flack that Rangers were the favourites and when they went away so what does it matter well, I've done the, no the, just the, now the, as long as they pick up points well, let's bring in Gary and Ibrooks. Gary as a Celtic fan say something nice about your team so that Mark Wilson doesn't get any more upset I've got nothing bad to say about my team my team never played well but the one at the bottom line they get 10 in a row I'm delighted that's what it matters to me they play Rangers at uh, Parkhead and win. Amen. End of story. I don't care. As long as they beat Rangers, I don't care. As long as you get 10 in a row, hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only second guess And by the way, phone in, tell me if I've got this right or, or wrong Because I don't want to try and speak on behalf of people I guess anyone who has been critical, Gary, or who, who wants more Is just thinking of They want to be at a better performance level And in a better place So that they definitely can beat Rangers And they definitely can go and get 10 in a row But the bottom line is It's a one-off against Rangers And that's all that matters As long as they perform when it counts because they've had games and they've not played well in one and that sort of matter. As long as they win, I don't care. They can play better, but they are coming together. They're gelling. It's a new team and it'll take time. But as long as you do it before uh, the Celtic Rangers game, I'm delighted. That's the bottom line. What we did see last night is that, again... <laughs> And he didn't have to work quite as hard for this one as he did at the weekend But Shane Duffy's going to be a, yeah. an immense threat from set yeah. pieces going forward I mean a lot of people say is that when he came here He'll be a threat in, each, uh, you know, in the opposition box And I was thinking well will he But I mean two and two He's a big fella Aggressive in both boxes He's, He said on Saturday was better than the one yesterday But still um, His Celtic career's started uh, very very well And it's about continuing that and getting used to the guys round about him defensively. I think he'll, I think he'll grab another few of those goals as the season goes on. But his main objective is keeping the ball out at the other end. And you know, that, I will agree with Daz on the point that Celtic do look vulnerable at set pieces and do look vulnerable to losing goals. That's why Shane Duffy's there. That's first and foremost his job. If he can nick five goals at the other end. Brilliant. Julian did it last week. I think. Uh, I think last year. I, I think. I think he'll be more than five than that. Oh so, yeah, right? Mark. What was uh, Julian? Julian was seven or eight. Was so, it so, last year? So, seven. I, I think that Duffy, with the quality that comes in from the wide areas. Now you're not just looking at corner kicks. You're looking at Celtic. will get the first year of free kicks as well. I think with the quality that Celtic have got, i.e., the Christies, McGregor's, people like that, to put the ball into areas, the way he attacks the ball, I think he can easily go double figures this season. Uh, Gary what would your message be then To your Any fellow Celtic fans out there Who are Not impressed with the performance levels What would your message be to them They shouldn't be as critical um, As long as it keeps improving That's all that I say Give them a bit of chance to gel There's a lot of new players And Duffy looks like the man for me He's uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, the next god in this place Thank you very much That was Gary In Ibrook So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Don't forget Two big Europa League qualifiers We've got team news For Motherwell And Aberdeen Let's hear from fans Of those clubs And we've got A big update From Hamilton Ackies On the coronavirus situation At the club I'll tell you about it next 
0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Lots of reaction coming in uh, to the Rangers game earlier and to the Celtic game last night. Let's take a quick look at Twitter at Clyde SSB. Um, what have we got on here? If I can sift through some of the, the arguing that you all do back and forward. Barry McFadgen says Celtic's last five results at St Mirren before last night. Uh, 2 1, 2 0, 0 0, 2 0, and 2 1. Tough place to go, so the boys should be given a bit of slack. Decent performance, got the result we needed. Onwards, 2 10 in a row, says Barry. Um, what else have we got on here at Clyde SSB? Um, yeah, Logie's happy with the Rangers game He says Rangers cruised it again Still need a couple of players in the door Box to box, centre mid, another winger Assuming Morelos stays uh, Then we would be good to go Let me just give you a couple of Pieces of breaking news Before we go back to the phones um, Hamilton Ackies Now it's been quite the week for them You may remember um, They have updated the coronavirus situation Further to the news earlier this week The club can confirm all football personnel Staff and stadium staff other than those already isolating Have tested negative At today's additional round of Covid testing So good news The first set actually tested positive um, And then returned negative results afterwards And now everyone else has, has tested negative So yeah, good news Good news yeah And it's something I think Gordon We're going to see more and more of I think this is just a start It's always going to seep into your football clubs The more they're mixing the players um, and I think the the system is working. I don't think it's a big shock when these players get it. But good news for, good news for Hamlin. Um We've got team news as well coming in from the other Europa League qualifiers. Hoping to hear from Motherwell and Aberdeen fans as we progress. We are here until eight o'clock, so plenty of time. Motherwell against Coleraine. Uh, let's do Aberdeen first. Actually, I've got Aberdeen right here in front of me. Joe Lewis and goal. The back four of Hoban, McKenna, Considine. And Hayes, McCrory and Ferguson, the holding midfielders, McGeoch, Wright and Hedges In behind Marley Watkins And for some obscene reason uh, I've just lost the model team So if you bear with me for two seconds I will get that for you as well Daz will have it Because he's all across it it, Yeah exactly I think he memorised it from the weekend Mm -hmm. Because funnily enough I think it is um, (laughs) I think it's unchanged So Carson and goal A back three of Gallagher, McGabby and Lamy uh, wing backs O'Donnell and McGinley Midfield three of Polworth, Campbell and O'Hara And Lang and Watt up front 01419511025 We'll get to those games just after 7 o'clock Let's speak to John who is in Parkhead Hi John Hi Gordon, Gordon and Mark Hi John How's it going? Uh, I've, got, I've got two points okay. uh, I, would, I would like to ask my first point is With, with, his, with his Mark and uh, Gordon I uh, think that the also Rangers paid 200, 200 grand for James Tavernier I would like to ask them what, what, they, what they think Rangers could... I'm not saying Rangers are going to sell them, but what do they think you would get for a player like him today? The guy's an athlete. I know he's been criticised sometimes for his defending, but I think the guy is getting stronger and stronger. And, and my second point is, Mark, you said about five minutes ago that, that Celtic, other teams should be worried about Celtic because maybe they're no commuter first or second gear. I would like to say that about Rangers, mate. The only time we, we, we probably at Livingston... We left it too late We probably didn't start playing the last 15-20 minutes We didn't get what we wanted We didn't get the three points But I've watched every game this year And Rangers Please believe me Rangers are no commuter Probably second or third year So I think other teams Should be worried about Rangers too mate 
They're going to listen, they're going to have to come out of second or third gear on Sunday. That's for sure because that's going to be their biggest test. I think Ranger against Dundee United that was the the most impressive I've seen them this season. I mean the second half in particular. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? Oh, they were good in, uh, on Saturday, but against Hibs, you've got to say John, that's that's a big test, especially this clean sheet record that they've got. They're coming up against a Hibs team who who've got a lot of good attacking options in there, so you know, if you're saying that then they're going to have to be in top of their game Sunday to get a, a result. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a difficult game on Sunday at Easter Road against Jack Ross's Hibs. But I just think that Rangers and Celtic, if they play to their potential, get the quality to beat any team belong. I really do, Gordon. I know that there could be shock results, and you can go back to see well, Kamarnock uh, got a good result against Celtic, Rangers got you know a point at Livingston. That'll happen now and again, but the majority of the time. I just think that even though Hibs have had a good start, I'd expect Rangers to go there and win that and, and probably win it by a couple. Uh, on John's um, topic there about Tavernier, it's amazing how things change. We, we had calls in here, what, two seasons ago, talking about Tavernier not being the Rangers captain should never... Last not, season, I think, uh, as well, at not times. Not captain material, not this, not that. We all know, I think everybody in football knows, Tavernier... Is probably a typical fullback now, modern day fullbacks they call him. Not the greatest defender, but going forward, he's terrific, his delivery's great. You see what he brings tonight with his free kick, top corner, brilliant free kick. He's a very, very good player and a very good player for Rangers to have in you. These questions can be good fun because it's it's a good debating point, Mark. I, just personally, I'm delighted that you two need to answer them and not me because Trying to ju- to pluck a transfer value for someone, I, I don't <laughs> I mean, really know how people do it, but you must be more imaginative well, well, than if me. Tierney, Give if Tierney goes for twenty five million, you must be looking right about the same. But you, you're comparing guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> you get us taking half there. No, no, but obviously, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that. Com- but in in any comparison, it can be guys that are different ages, different uh, contract lengths, having played in different competitions. You have to try and cut through all that in the space of 30 seconds when we put you on the spot. But go on, give it exactly. a bash. No, I'm not. I'm not I'm not. As soon as we have it with figures, people are saying, oh, you're trying to get rid of her. You know, it's the same with Morelos and uh, what do you value him? And then the next thing you say something, it's well, all... What, what ballpark then? Come on, give Johnny's... What, what would break and pay for him? Is that what, what you're trying? Pay? Yeah. When it, honestly, would not know a figure because it's that the market is that difficult now to judge. Depends what club... Uh, you're right. Before anybody goes on to... I don't read it, so I'm not really caring Twitter... I was kidding on about Tavernier with Tierney thing, right? Mm, you said it's out there now. Uh, it's a, a good it's sound out right. in the uh, But Tavernier's a very, uh, you know, English clubs maybe come in and think, you know, can pay over the odds. You look at, for instance, right, I'll go the transfer market. Uh, simple for me. McBurney at Sheffield United, £20 million to pay for him. There's no way in this world if I was in control of the money, I'd have paid twenty million. But you're buying from it. another English club, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, well, it was a Welsh club for those who are going to pull me up on that. But you know uh-huh. what I mean? English yeah. football, which just changes the market completely. Mm-hmm. Um, had, had, do you know what, John? These two have danced around it long enough. What do you right. think? You give us your number. Well, I, 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 I think James Tavernier at the present time, I think you could get between twelve and fifteen million for him. I think if you get 12 or 15 million What you do is you get them on your back You get your training shoes on well, And you get, you get a good order. speed up And you get them down to the road 12 to 15 million for Tavernier hey, Br- hey John See you, you've come out with a figure That's what you rate him at and well done um, 
would a club come in and pay 12-15 million? He's by, he's by no means old He's got plenty of time left But, but he is 28 And it, you know, I've, I've now said that as if he is old But you know mm. what I mean you, Sometimes transfer fees get blown up Because there's the potential And you've got the yeah. you, you know you could get 10 years out of them for exactly. instance um, is, is 28 now at roughly about the age where Teams wouldn't go over the odds Because you've not I got think so Yeah I think left. you know 28 but you do know, you know you've got a good couple of years in you before you well you hit that 30 stage we all know as soon as you hit the 30 stage mm. you know you start losing a bit would you get to 40 but I think what comes into his favour you're 60 no no I'm I not thought you were 60, 60. behave you're yourself you must be 60 I'm not 60 behave yourself you. but if you look at Tavernier the thing that comes into his favour with clubs that would look at him Says he's, on Wikipedia you're he's, 58. He's never. I tell you what, you're quick. He's <laughs> never. He's never he's injured, is he? He's never. I no. You're right. You about know that. he plays most of the games. Tavernier has a has been a very good player for Rangers. John and Parkhead, pleasure to speak to you. We'll hopefully catch up with you soon. It is time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. Good start for the Scottish clubs in Europe tonight Rangers doing the business against Lincoln Red Imps What about you Motherwell fans? Aberdeen fans out there 30 minutes, just over 30 minutes till kick-off um, Are you nervous? Particularly you Motherwell fans Because, you know, on paper Maybe go into this one as favourites But it's away from home Coleraine had a terrific result in the last round Is this the type of fixture that makes you feel a little bit nervous? Let's hear from you Motherwell fans 01419511025 Incidentally that's the number you need right now For Beat the Pundit Because the chance is here again It's everyone's favourite chance of the week You come on here You humiliate Mark Wilson or Gordon DL And you win a signed ball The line's closed though And 7 o'clock is quite soon So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're doing a couple of things Reflecting on Rangers convincing victory Against Lincoln Red Imps Rangers fans What did you make of it? You've now had a bit of time to uh, digest it And get your thoughts together So what did you make of that performance? Celtic fans What about last night? Content enough uh, with the 2-1 victory At St Mirren Again give us all your thoughts on that performance Let's hear from you Motherwell fans Are the pre-match nerves starting to set in Because there's 25 minutes to go Unfortunately Scottish football's seen quite a few shocks At this stage of European competition Can you avoid that tonight? We're going to hear from Stephen Robinson next And we want to hear from you as well 01419511025 Perfect time to call, let's do this With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the pundit time How did you go on Tuesday again? One Convincingly 2-1 or something 4-2 four, four Yeah 4-2 yeah, Honestly if you look back 4-2 Right, okay. Got all my results recorded Well tonight is a new night Let's see what Graham in Blackridge is saying to you Hi Graham. Alright How's it going? Aye not bad You're a Rangers fan yeah. Graham. What did you make of the game earlier? Happy? Satisfied aye Definitely Satisfied that's, sounds a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair word Graham's up for it <laughs> Yeah yeah Graham, Graham sounds a bit nervous <laughs> You okay there Graham? Uh, you beat me last time, Gordon. Oh, I did oh, a Graham. Oh, before. I like this. Uh, you must. Uh, you must have You'll been be away studying. Uh, Gordon's hopeless. So I don't know how he managed to beat you. <laughs> right, let's uh, toss the coin heads. It is Mark Tails. It is Gordon. Oh, it's the rematch. Gordon against Graham. Yes. From Come on, Black Graham. Ridge. So Just try and get one. Uh, I'm going to give you some. 
Clyde 2 to listen to Gordon uh, Graham, you'll know the rules But I don't mind repeating them to you 30 seconds on the clock As many questions right as you can And if you don't know it, pass And we'll move on, alright? No problem Good man Graham sounds enthusiastic And he's up for this Ready, 30 seconds Your time starts now Name either of Celtic's goal scorers last night uh, I am Who was Hibs manager immediately before Jack Ross? Pass. Who was the last defender to win the Ballon d'Or? Ramos Which side did Cedric Kipri leave Motherwell for? Wigan How many separate spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Three Who do Aberdeen face tonight? Viking Okay, okay Gordon DL, I hope you're ready Yeah, I am Better answer quickly Because we, we nearly get through all ten there Yeah, okay you If ready? I get one, I've got a victory Same right. set of questions to you right. Ready? Yeah Name either of Celtic's goal scorers last night Forrest Who was the Hibs manager immediately before Jack Ross? Uh, pass, can't remember Who was the last defender to win the Ballon d'Or? Uh, PK Look at the panic in his face Which side did Cedric Kipre leave Motherwell for? Wigan How many separate spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Two Who did Aberdeen face tonight? Uh, Viking Who won the Scottish League Cup in 2012? Uh, I'm going Aberdeen Right, okay Graham, do you think you've done enough? They were hard And it was a draw I think it was oh, a draw can I draw with Graham? Have to go show my face tomorrow Imagine drawing the Graham. Graham Right Name either of Celtic scorers last night You had the choice of Shane Duffy or James Forrest Gordon got it uh, Graham went for Christopher Ayer Which was not oh, I'll always hold your laughter I would not get carried away if I were you I'm getting carried away Graham's gone Who was the Hibs manager immediately before oh, Jack Ross? Hold on Who was the Hibs? Neil Lennon No it was Paul Heckenbottom What was that? He <laughs> you that He didn't You're still 1-0 no. in front Who was the last defender To win the Ballon d'Or Mark I think you came Second one year did you Did I uh, who, pipped, who, who pipped you Is it Cannavaro It was See ah, Wilson knows his stuff Ah I wouldn't have got that Fabio Great, Cannavaro Listen I'll tell you now You don't need me to answer this Graham's not getting that He is not No, no. Graham's still in the duck <laughs> Graham on me um, Gra- But, it, but it's, only, it's only 1-0 yeah, After I'm three questions leaving. What side did Cedric Kipre leave Motherwell for? Wigan, Gordon got it So did Graham 2-1 well to Graham. Gordon How many separate spells did Kenny Is Miller have at Rangers? It's three oh, Don't know, Graham got it Graham got Go it Go on, Graham! Get in there, Graham! <laughs> Graham equalises Well done, Graham Sound good? Hold on, there's one more question I'm just never seeing how he's feeling so Listen, far he's, he's overwhelmed Hashtag Graham's going to win Right <laughs> Who do Aberdeen <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. Who do Aberdeen face tonight's Viking? Gordon got it, so did Graham. Oh, Three all. Graham knows his stuff. Now, Graham, you ran out of time here. Gordon got to the next question, so it all that? comes down what to this. That? Who won the Scottish League Cup in 2012? Ross County. You went for Aberdeen. Mark, what would you have said? Kelly. It's Kilmarnock. Oh! <laughs> and Graham didn't get it. He didn't get that far. But it oh, means it's no. three all. Which means we go no, to the tiebreak. So at the start, you said you were going to tuck Graham away. You then laughed at him when you yeah, heard you got the first I'm question not wrong. Graham and Graham's come back to beat me. And you've just drawn. Graham, are you ready for the tiebreaker? Aye, ready. Right. Let's, let's, 
Let's do it. Can't get the farmer in the radio. Come on, I'm not Don't you put him off because you need it. You need to put him off, right? Come on. I'm going to ask the question. I'll get Gordon to write his answer down, and I'll then invite Graham for his attempt. The question is this. How many goals oh no. did Gary Hooper score for Celtic in all competitions? Gordon, let me see your answer. Uh, oh, hurry up, it's just a guess. Right, okay. Graham, how many goals did Gary Hooper score for Celtic in all competitions? Uh, hurry up, Graham. 34. I'll see you later, Graham. Right. Catch you at Graham's gone 34. <laughs> Gordon's gone 86. Now, Gordon's uh, notoriously uh, rubbish at tiebreakers. Uh, yeah. These can always go wrong when you're involved. You said 86. The answer is 82. Oh! <laughs> Graham. The dazzler bounces back. Graham, nothing ruins my Thursday more than him winning, and even worse, him winning on a tiebreaker. Hard lines, Graham. Okay, I guess. Graham, Graham, phone back again and try for a third time. <laughs> the hat trick ball defeats. Unlucky. Right, Graham, we'll speak to you soon. No problem, thanks Cheers Graham He's a man of few words Graham But he, he pushed you all the way He was fully out there Graham Look, He pushed you all the way <laughs> 86, that was a great guess As soon as you said that I thought that's, yeah. that's close yeah, I could name them all mm. What do you mean? The goals <laughs> Who against mm. many scored Don't be ridiculous Right, 01419511025 There's still plenty of time We're here until 8 o'clock So we'll do more on Celtic We'll do more on the Rangers win earlier as well What about you Muddle fans This is an ideal time Because we're having a look at that fixture It kicks off in just under 20 minutes time Away to Coleraine In the Europa League Muddle favourites Mark Yeah yeah. I think everyone, assu- think everyone assumes that Don't they um, The only thing would be What about Coleraine's victory over Maribor In the previous round And the mm. fact that they've got home advantage And it's now a one-off tie How much of a banana skin does that make it? Listen, it'll be difficult. Uh, of course, every every away game comes with, in Europe especially, comes with its difficulties. Even Rangers, you know, going there tonight, we all thought it would be a, a formality. It ended up being that way. But there's always certain pitfalls that await you away from home. It'll be no different from Murrowell tonight. But look, if Stephen Robinson's men can't beat Coleraine, then it's a disastrous start to the season. I know they've, they, they got a win on Saturday, but... They should have enough in their squad They've got enough experience in their squad To take care of that tie tonight I think this could be tricky Gordon I really do um, You're going over to Coleraine Oren Kearney's there They'll be well organised They'll be up for it um, They're underdogs Motherwell haven't st- got the first league win Of the weekend They've not been You know The form's been poor you've got to say um, I we need to score the first goal Get the first goal That settles the nerves I think if we had to lose a goal tonight Early I think we could be under pressure Right okay Stephen Robinson's urging his Muddle players Just to keep their cool To try and progress um, He says the win against Glen Torren In the last round um, Could stand them in good stead A lot of players I work with At youth international level So we're well aware of the threats You know Kobe and have got some experienced boys as well That have, have been there and done it And, and played And been around the block So we bit of game knowledge and game experience, so we have to be very much up for it, and you know we have to take our game to Colerain. Although it will be favourites to win the game, you know, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of possession of the ball, but you know we have to have an end product of our game, and 
against Glentorn, the lesson was we had to be patient. You've got boys that are, you know, running themselves into the ground, they're, they're disciplined, they're organised, and it might not be the first 10, 15 minutes that you win the game. You need to show a lot of patience and, and persevere with their beliefs. It's um, a long, long time since we've been this far. We never actually got to the third round, so it's a big incentive, a huge incentive, you know, to, to win the game and then the draw, I believe, is on Friday, so you know what your next task is before, you know, you go to the next round as well. So huge incentives financially for the club, um, huge incentives personally for each and individual player, uh, and as a football club, you know, you won't get a better opportunity to do that. I'm sure Coleraine will think the same. And as been mentioned earlier, it's a, it's a chance for some of the smaller teams to progress further than perhaps you usually would. In terms of the team tonight, I think it's unchanged from the weekend. Trevor Carson in goals, Stephen O'Donnell and Nathan McGinley as wing-backs, a back three uh, with Lamy, McGabby and Gallagher. The midfield three of Campbell, Polworth and for some reason the other one's just dropped out of my head. I can't remember. For some reason, I'll get back to him. Tony Watt. Uh, Tony Watt and Callum Lang up front. Yeah. O'Hara, there we go. Yeah. Um what do you make of that? Gordon Allen Campbell's really turning into Malou's main man at the moment. Not that that's anything new, but you know, David Turnbull's no longer there mm. and he seems to be dragging them by the scruff of the neck at times yeah, at the he's moment. Been, he's been a terrific player for Muller, we've got to say. Um bit surprised at the beginning of the season up at Ross County first game. He was left on the bench, whether that was tactical or maybe a little knock, but he's certainly a big, big player for Motherwell. Um this is a kind of game tonight that you need people like Campbell. Now I was listening to the manager talking about uh, Glen Torren there For part Gordon Until they went down to 10 men I thought Motherwell were under pressure that night I really did I thought that That was a big changing uh, uh, Point of the game And He's right They did tire Because of their part time outfit And Motherwell eventually ran out Comfortable winners This is away from home I think this is going to be difficult I think there's enough In that team of course uh, To go and win the game but I think they'll need to win the battle first And then as I say If they get that first goal It settles everything down I feel like it's an all too familiar story Mark For, for teams like Motherwell And, and Kilmarnock recently And we've had a fair share of Embarrassments or difficult yeah. results At this stage Yeah Kelly obviously Was that last season Against the, yeah. the Nomads Mad. Yeah uh, Which was humiliating I don't think Motherwell Will make the same mistake And I know the start to the season Hasn't been perfect But you would like to think that first win at the weekend would, you know, put them in a good place mentally. You know, just lift the spirits a wee bit. I know what Daz is saying. They did come under pressure in certain spells against Glentoran, but they got through it and pretty easily in the end. Um, yep, it will come with its challenges, but our team should be able to go and beat part-time teams in Northern Ireland. And that hasn't been disrespectful. Murrowell's a full-time outfit. Had a terrific season last season. If our, our third place team can't go there and win Then they've got serious problems In the other game we have got Aberdeen against Viking As you well know from Beat the Pundit mm. If Aberdeen can win this evening's Europa League tie Though it sets them up with a task Away Lisbon Away to Delta. Lisbon to face Sporting mm. What a, what an incentive that is um, Aberdeen boss Derek McInnes feels that they're getting into their stride this season There's been loads of hard work You know, strength in the squad um, We're carrying a goal threat We've been pretty miserly at the other end and that has to continue and we know we'll get good players to come back as well and at the top end of the pitch even the performance of Mali's allowed others Mali Watkins has allowed others to contribute you know as, uh, as well so getting Curtis back uh, up to speed and get the two boys at the top end of the pitch I think will give us more options and give us maybe more added goal threat but behind all of that the run that we're on there's no doubt that the players are working extremely hard um, 
the player we're playing to prove, obviously, um, Mr. Football. And now we've managed to get a bit of strength in the legs, a bit of rhythm. I think we're seeing the, the results that we're, we're all looking for and you know, we want to keep that going. James Sutherland's tweeted in to say Aberdeen are playing against only one Viking Could they not get another 10 pals to play Or are they away conquering <laughs> England again <laughs> What have we become, honestly um, How beneficial might it be to Aberdeen though To begin into this in such good form Because we don't get that luxury yeah. When the qualifiers are earlier in the summer Yeah, we're usually you know just finishing our pre-season games And one game into the season But you know Aberdeen have For me Aberdeen have had their sticky period They came through the old um, the eight players being suspended and things like that and all the rubbish that was flung at them then they came out and grinded out that victory at McDermott Park and they've went from strength to strength Aberdeen have got a good squad this year Derek McInnes we always talk about Dell how he has to reinvent this Aberdeen team and he's done it again you know they, they look a wee bit different this year I think they look like they filled it with, with pace in the forward areas they're very direct watching them at Easter Road the other week I thought they were terrific how they played that game they will be happy with, with how they're performing now And it's great to have them get, you know, in top form Get into this game Again like Morrowell I don't think Aberdeen will have a problem with this one I think they'll come away with a victory It's a solid looking Aberdeen side mm-hmm. Gordon the likes of McCrory and Ferguson Two good young Scottish midfielders in there Dylan McGeoch's in there as well Ryan Hedges has been an important player It's good to see Scott right back After having had such injury problems And we know what Marley Watkins can bring With his you know running power up top yeah, they've got good players. I think uh, the one good signing, uh, positive signing this year for them has been McCrory. And you listen to Rangers fans coming on talking about the injuries they've got, and obviously Rangers didn't think that the boy was going to, you know, play regular. And the boy was quite right to go. He had options. I think Hibs were involved as well, but Aberdeen uh, took the, took him on, and he's been terrific for him. Got a good goal at the weekend as well. Um, don't know much about the Norwegians, Gordon. So the one you, Viking, the one Viking. You know they'll battle hard, but <laughs> I just think that Aberdeen, uh, with the squad on. that they've got, well done. you would imagine we'd go and get a victory. Get your Viking puns in yeah. at Clyde SSB on Twitter. It's 0141951125. We've got Davy and Wisher who wants to talk about Ryan Christie, and we're going to hear from him next. Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's show Just before we speak to Davey In Wishaw Let me quickly get tonight's teaser It's kind of a two part question From last night So it just felt natural To do it the night afterwards Name the 12 clubs In the English lower leagues That have City in their name So la- last night I think it was town um, So tonight Can you name the 12 clubs From the lower leagues In England That have what, City What Exeter. class in lower leagues Championship Ex- League 1 League 2 Right okay. Exeter Yes Get in there Right Bristol Bristol Of course We've got a form We've got a Bristol oh, City yeah. legend In the well, studio Yeah yeah Freed. Well received in there Four appearances Yeah, yeah um, well received Lincoln Lincoln City you're not bad at this, by the way. Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Lincoln, yeah. Um, um, Bradford City. You're brilliant at this. Right, we'll leave it there. Bradford, Lincoln, Exeter, Bristol. I think some of you will scoosh this on Twitter. Name the 12 clubs from the Championship down to League 2 in England with City in their name. Uh, Davey's on the line. He's a Celtic fan. And I believe, Davey, you've got thoughts on Ryan Christie. Yeah, how you doing? Good. Um, I, I was just... Ryan Christie, he's obviously a first team player, but the past three or four games he's 
he's playing absolutely dreadful. His decision making, his passing, his crosses can't be the first man. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! What about his cross for James Forrest's goal last night? And did he not put him on in for the, the first goal as well? I think he set both up last uh, night, David. Assist, David. Right, but it's just his all round player. I just, I just don't see why he's. Why he's ahead Why he's first team player Just now anyway I think he needs a wee while On the bench Right Okay well I think We've, we've knocked the crossing one On the head Because he's, he's He's racking up A fair amount of assists This season Have you seen anything In his all round play That would concern you Gordon? No um, oh, That was good I think he had um, Good performances With Scotland uh, He was playing for Scotland Wasn't he? He was, he was on the bench At the weekend Against Ross County uh, yeah. Last night I think Ryan Christie's just a quality football player. Um, I wouldn't be concerned about Ryan Christie, to be honest with you. Um, Davey's obviously seen the game different, but I don't. I, I think maybe it's just a case of the high standards that that guys let him say. And if he's not playing at that high standard every match that you're watching him, then you think, well, he's below par. Do you know what? I I, I mean, I did. I'm on Twitter like everyone else, and I know it's not always a great representation. I, d- I did see tweets last night bemoaning some of Ryan Christie's delivery and so on. But Davey, w- where, what sort of success rate are you looking for? If you set up two goals within a game, is there still room to criticise the delivery in the set pieces? How many more do we need on the money? I just, I, I, I think he needs a wee bit. Same with Greg Taylor as well. It's, I think he needs a wee while on the bench to in champ in champ should be in front of him definitely. Mm. Well, do you know what? There's at least a de- that, that's that's a good debate though because I know lots of Celtic fans who would cry out or or want to find a way to get Cham in. But is is that is that the right solution um, for you? I'm a big fan of Cham. I, I think he's a terrific footballer. I think when he's played this season, for me, I don't think in Cham has particularly stood out. Or played his best football I think Ryan Christie Is probably similar to every other Celtic player just now That they're not at their 100% best But Ryan Christie has You know still produced Even last night I mean You know it wasn't his best game But he still got two assists He puts the ball in for James Forrest Terrific ball And he puts the ball in for for Shane Duffy So I don't know I always get this thing that (laughs) the, The Scottish Celtic boys always Made a lot of criticism Where I don't think foreign players And I'm talking about throughout the years I don't think a lot of some foreigners do Ryan Christie, your James Forrest Davies even mentioned there, Greg Taylor You know, are they doing anything exceptionally wrong? I don't think so um, No, I, I, and, and let's throw on it Christie's been playing up front He's got moved out of position, has he? For the for a few games as well So he's filling a role that's probably not his favourite But no, for me I think Christie's been one of the better performers, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't disagree. I think Christie's been fine. I've not. I don't see. Right, t- tell us a bit more about it, Davy Olivier and Cham. That's a fair shout. I know lots of Celtic fans that phone in the show want to see him in the team. Is that really the best position for him, though? You know that that sort of more attacking role within the midfield. It doesn't. It, New Lennon has not really given him a chance to to do it. So, he, and Cham is good. And Cham is good at going forward, but. It's just I think Ryan Christie is like a fifty-fifty guy. You're either going to get a good game or you're going to get a bad game. What what one of the midfielders is, is Cham? What one of the midfield positions does Cham fill the best? I think. See, for me, I think it's one of the the sitting two if they play that way. Now McGregor and Brown have commanded the, those positions for a number of years now, and it's very hard to displace them. 
I think that's where Cham's best position is, where he's actually facing the play. Um, the number 10 role. I think Celtic have got better options than number 10 role. Christie, for one, I think he's a number one. But they've brought Turnbull in, who I think can fit that role as well. So for me, if it's a question of Cham coming in the team, you choose between Brown, McGregor and Cham for the two positions. And that's the difficult job Neil Lennon's got. Thank you very much That was Davey In Wisher 0141 We're just getting underway uh, In Motherwell And Aberdeen's Europa League qualifiers So we'll keep you up to speed On anything that happens In the opening stages Of that one um, I was just looking through To see if we had um, Well Scott Daly Straight away is on Twitter Says Ryan Christie Not good enough What are you on Best player so far this season I'm sick of Celtic fans Always slagging um, Our own players So there we go Ryan Christie's got a A fan um, on Twitter there More than that as well I was just Do you know what I was In all honesty I was scrolling to see If there was any Viking puns After Gordon's <laughs> Terrible <laughs> Terrible um, Attempt But yeah I don't see any uh, I don't know. <laughs> So it's the best one Out there so far Yeah pretty much yeah, the best, of, best of a bad bunch Let's hear from Jim Goodwin After last night Shall we The St Mirren manager um, Was speaking post match As you would expect He says St Mirren were denied A clear penalty For a Shane Duffy handball uh, He's not sure how the officials Missed it Making the case again For VAR After feeling he was wronged For the second game In a row People will be Sick and tired of my whining voice But unfortunately I am disappointed That we didn't uh, Get a penalty In the first half I'm not for one minute Suggesting that um, Shane Duffy deliberately Handled the ball But he definitely did handball it, you know, and he lost the flight of the ball, it hit his left arm, and in doing so, it actually stopped the ball going through to Richard Tate, who would have had an opportunity to put the ball in the back of the net. A difficult one at that, but it still would have been a, a good chance. So, yeah, they, we're not getting the rub of the green at the moment. Uh, people tell me these decisions even themselves out. I, I'll hold my breath on that one, but, um, you know, that's another one that has went against us, you know, similar to the one on Saturday, a 2 0. Uh, a stonewall penalty denied when you know Porteous almost catches the ball and then um, you know Martin Boyle punches the ball into the back of the net for the third. So I think maybe the conversation we should all be having is um, where are we going to find the money to get VAR? No, listen, I'm with Jim on the Saturday one uh, against Hibs. I thought it was incredibly hard done by last night. It was one of the worst of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, maybe the, maybe the worst. The worst, yeah. Um, last night. I'm going to slightly disagree with him I think the ball comes over Duffy's head um, Wasn't intentional Maybe glanced his arm But I don't think that's a penalty I think I'd be harsh to give a penalty Look how that. conflicted he is Gordon What does he do? Does he say that Celtic should have conceded a penalty But that would upset his old neighbour Jim Goodwin he just, he's, he's caught in the middle well, you knew that was going to happen before we come in. He was a bit worried about because that. Jim's moved. I think he's happy to go yeah, with no penalty. You're okay, yeah. <laughs> <He'll be safe. laughs> Just delete his number. You'll be fine. Um, no, I, I don't think it would have made any difference. I don't think it was a penalty. I'm with Mark in that one. Um, managers will come out and claim for everything. Quite rightly so. They're sticking up for our side. Um, I think Celtic deserved to win the game Gordon, to be honest Yeah, well Ryan Hunter's on He says loads of positives to take From a St Mirren perspective In last night's game I genuinely feel At the end of the season The Buddies will place at least 7th I don't think it's far off um, I'm trying to think where I put in my prediction But I think it was kind of Round about there I think Jim's added to his squad Brilliantly for the last season Reshaped the back four New goalkeeper um, As well <laughs> Albeit Another new goalkeeper on loan but even Irwin coming in and, and scoring right away, you know, it justifies a manager's decision. It's always pleasing when you bring a striker in and he gets up and running right away. So, 
Yeah, lots of positives there for St Mirren this season Celtic, they, they made life difficult for Celtic It's if they can do that to other teams Coming to Paisley Make life difficult and relying their forwards to, to score them more goals than they did last season And they'll be fine uh, On Twitter at Clyde SSB The Celtic Ray podcast uh, says So Cham's assists for uh, Iron Saturday never happened And Cham should be starting mm-hmm. But not as a number 10 And George says Wilson is an actual brain dead donkey Yeah, yeah, well done so you know me It's great. one of my fans <laughs> <laughs> It's a great Great input from George um, like Is that not like the joys Of being on the show I mean people will just Whilst you're at your work Just tell you about how Much they don't like The job you do Brilliant. And I mean, It says like It says that George Is a cartoonist An illustrator I'll get visions of you Just walking in And drawing all over George's cartoons And saying Rubbish That's rubbish. rubbish Get George Brain to dead Cartoon donkey. of me yeah. As a donkey That's <laughs> Actually send in <laughs> And we'll judge his work George See if it's any good Go for it That is your challenge right. it's, Come on George You've put it out there in the bio It says you are a cartoonist Slash illustrator We want you to do a cartoon oh, Of Mark Wilson co- As a donkey Oh uh, right uh, Okay let's that's see fine. Come on You've got ten minutes uh, you think, If you're think? that good You'll have it done in five Listen exactly. I have got a bit of paper here I can draw that in five seconds He's a donkey oh. <laughs> <laughs> put, Just get a video up here I'm playing with Celtic <laughs> <laughs> ah well ah, well, We're here to get criticised yeah, As, as much fun. as the players Yeah it's yeah, all good fun Right 01419511025 uh, On the lines At Clyde SSB On Twitter I'm just checking in To see if anything's Happened so far In the Motherwell or Aberdeen games I don't think so uh, you, can, you can actually watch uh, That Motherwell game online Which is I'm sure what Gordon Will be going home to do Yep Um Yep. Is that Motherwell, Motherwell's own channel? No, it's actually on the BBC's website, I believe, tonight So, oh, right, there you okay. go, you can get that Tuned in, you'll have that plugged into the big telly You'll be laughing oh, Brilliant. Thursday night entertainment Or I might just watch the fall I'm right in it to fall yeah. oh, Do you know what, so am I <laughs> so, Scrap with Motherwell I've watched again. it boys, it's good What happens at the last episode? Oh, no, don't that's where Gordon is That's the last one the last one I've got to go tonight Don't do that to me I won't do it to you But somebody will put it on Twitter Watch what you're doing no, don't. <laughs> Please don't uh, Right yeah Nothing happening in the early stages Of those games So we'll keep you up to speed We're here just until before 8 o'clock So it gives us a nice little Bit of the game And then back tomorrow night For all the post-match reaction um, Yeah we heard from Derek McInnes Prior to mm-hmm. kick off didn't we Let me just quickly check on In this teaser I think you're going to make Really light work of this So I don't want to dwell on it uh, for too long Name the 12 clubs From the Championship Down to League 2 In England That have City In their name You've already got Bristol You've got Lincoln You've got Bradford And you've got Exeter Take one more each Coventry Okay Mark Hull Hull City Brilliant mm. Alright we'll leave it there Let's bring in Bill On the line Hi Bill What have you got for us tonight? Um, I'm just concerned A bit about the Celtic defensive lapses uh, we've got good players in defence But unfortunately I don't think they're marshalled very well And rather than bringing in any more players I think the money should be spent In bringing in a proper defensive coach Somebody to coach them and get the best out of them Mark Wilson um, I mean you're going the, down the American football route there aren't you When you get a defensive coach and an attack coach You know I mean the, the guys there Are our top coaches Neil Lennon Brilliant coach John Kennedy I've heard people hail him As one of the best in the business And was a defender as well And you've got Strachan now Who's joined the coaching team So it's very I, I still think it's very rare To find an actual Specified defensive coach For teams I think they'll all have their opinions I think 
they probably agree with Bill and what me and Daz were saying that they look too easy to score against at this minute. It's been proven even in the Hamilton game, I'll go back to at home where they they conceded chances and goal. Um and every game through they've conceded chances and look a bit light. But this is what Neil Lennon has brought the boy Duffy in for to try and firm it up a wee bit. And I think maybe given time we might see the best there. But like you've got to agree with Bill, there is chances there that are too easy. For other teams But a defensive coach I'm not too sure They would go down that road Bill what does that say About you know the coaching staff That are currently at the club though? Is that not some sort of Undermining of the job They're doing Or or, a, or a, an indictment On the job that they're doing Well could somebody tell me What experience John Kennedy's got Out with Celtic well, Loads of, Everyone mm. has to start somewhere Bill Yeah Yeah but But other man Other people Have gone uh, Gone out uh, Like Jockstein Etc had gone out to learn before he was actually given the, the position. Uh, Celtic part is a the head the head man. But he has but learned. He's been there for years. Yeah, John Kennedy. John, John Kennedy uh, has never never actually been out other than at Celtic Park, and I think he needs a wee bit more experience. Well, I disagree. With I disagree with you. Do I'll tell you why I disagree with you. One, John Kennedy's not out to learn how to be a manager. He's a coach. He's at Celtic, and he's learned under different coaches. Um, he's learned under what people say is one of the best coaches going about, Brendan Rodgers. So the education he gets from that would uh, benefit him more than going out to other clubs to to learn how to coach. Um, I don't I don't think Celtic need a defensive coach. I think that um, with the level Celtic are in Scottish football, with the players that they've got there, I think that um, I don't think they need someone in just to. Uh, look at that position Drink on Besos Super scoreboard Or whatever the river is In Barcelona That they phoned up And said ah, Pep's never been Anywhere else mm, And by the out. way Before anyone I'm not comparing John Kennedy Pep Guardiola But you get, get the out, point yeah. You don't always have To have nah. been elsewhere nah, Never I mean John was I think John went In the coaching team Maybe 2010 2011 I think Around about that team At Celtic Took the Took the young ones Worked his way up Through very good coaches at that level as well And the system behind the scenes at Celtic In the youth set up Through different managers You know to Ronnie Dyla Brendan Rogers Now Neil Lennon Hugely respected By players And he knows his stuff So no I, I don't agree with Bill On that one That he, he has to go out And better himself elsewhere To be classed as a top coach We don't always have to agree Bill We'll speak to you soon That was Bill on the line Name 12 clubs From the Championship Down to League 2 in England That have City in their name That's tonight's teaser If you've never heard this before But I'm sure many of you have You send the questions in to us And then we test the pundits With your question Between about half seven And the end of the show If that sounds like it's up your street If you're into your trivia And you think you could come up with something Full time At Clyde1.com uh, You've got Bristol Coventry Hull Lincoln Bradford Exeter I'll take one more each uh, I'll, I'll give you them all No I'll take uh, one more each Norwich Mark Birmingham Brilliant Alright we'll get the rest of the answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard I cannot believe what has just happened This is not football related at all I am heartbroken I am crushed I love our listeners It is Gordon DL's fault We were just talking about going home Thursday night We will watch the Motherwell game And there was just a passing comment 
A mere passing comment Thrown in About how Mark Wilson and I Are both really Into the fall <laughs> I have got one episode Left tonight I've been looking forward to it All week I'm going to go home And watch it And RJ Has oh. tweeted me you know, Do you know what Was even worse It's a private It's a direct message Oh brilliant He's messaged me And just spoiled it And just told me Exactly what happened As soon as I, my eyes Went to the screen I couldn't It was too late And I had read it So RJ you are off the Christmas card list It says on Twitter that RJ is a pest controller RJ is a pest himself <laughs> over <at> RJ <laughs> Because he has ruined and, my night and, and there's about How many How many follows RJ? RJ is only following <laughs> 10 people on Twitter And he's only got one follower So I want everyone to um, In a nice way of course Don't want to get encouraged Encourage any pylons But just Bro, game go, Just yeah, spoil congratulations. his Spoil his favourite programmes oh, yeah. When did he say what happened? Whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not. No, we can't do that no, 15 minutes on the clock Corrine nil Motherwell 1 Callum yeah. Lang yes. He gets two bites at it He eventually fires home from close range to give the steel men the lead How important is that Gordon Deal? I said that the first goal was so important Gordon uh, We've got that now I'll be a comfortable win Bit of confidence. You said it was going to be tricky I said well, Matt you don't listen And if you don't agree with me You will know the same as Gordon How the fall finishes But um, <laughs> I said that It would be tricky unless we get the first goal First goal was important Motherwell have got that I think that settles everything down I would imagine Motherwell Great start And I think that You know They should go and win it <sighs> Cool rain of you No I'm only kidding No I don't know uh, Let's bring in William Who's a Rangers fan on the line Good to speak to you William What's your point tonight? Yeah Hello uh, Gordon Mark Gordon Hi Hi William Hi I've got to pull up uh, Mark Wilson The the green eyed monster earlier <laughs> When he stated that Everybody better watch out If uh, The Celtics start hitting their straps Well I can assure them Rangers will I've not hit their straps either. If Rangers are Celtic to play each other right now, Rangers would beat Celtic, and Matt Wilson knows that. That's how he's been on the defensive all night. He's already stated that it's a hard game for Rangers on Sunday, right? I can assure him it's a hard game for Hibs as well. And the Sunday, this Sunday coming, as Gabriel says, every team below Rangers and Celtic, the quality of player will come through, and I'm very confident Rangers can win on Sunday. Yeah, I mean. I, I... Yeah, you go, Mark. I don't think. No, you, I don't think I was going you to were, say. I, I, I think agree you with you. It is a tough game for Hibs. <laughs> I said, I don't know where you're having a go at me for because as a tough game, I think Rangers are playing well. I think if you listen to the show, I said they were really impressive against Dundee United, the best I've seen them this season. Um, just because I said Daz was making a point, and I said if Celtic aren't hitting top form just now, is that not a worry for everybody else that they're still winning games? I didn't say anything about Rangers not hitting top four. I'm pretty sure there are still things to come from Rangers. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what you're having a go at me for. Oh, aye, yeah, we've got aye, you. Aye. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it's just the way it came out. It comes across. Ah, it's just well, the way you I'm heard sure. it, William. I, I'm taking it or, or took it. No, no. You were, you were definitely stating that it was a, it's a worry for everybody else. You said mm. everybody else. Every well, Rangers. every team that well. These Rangers included, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what are you not worried about Rangers going to Celtic Park on the on the seventeenth? You know, think that will be Rangers' toughest game. Are you worried oh, about I'm Celtic going to Rangers? Right. I totally agree. It's a tough game, right? Ah, this so. is the type of games that Rangers, in my opinion, right now under Gerard, we look forward to because Celtic don't sit in. Celtic come out, Rangers come out, and that's the type of games Rangers want. They want the teams to come out. You know, what I mean, the last time we went there, Celtic came out and we beat them. I don't know if you can remember that We definitely beat them 
I remember, aye, aye. It wasn't that long ago, aye. But he's, no, no, he's not over it yet, William. Yeah. I think that's no, what it is. No, I know. No, I was, I was dreadful. <laughs> but, but look, William, I don't think I'm disagreeing with you in anything. I think the the game will be a fascinating, a fascinating one. No fans there. Um, I think two very good sides. Rangers probably, I would agree, playing the better stuff just now. But would I you fancy then, Rangers just now the way they're playing, Mark? To beat Celtic? Yeah. No. No. No, I, I still believe Celtic at Celtic Park will beat Rangers, but home advantage, big crowd, big uh, big crowd. What we have about twenty five people there. <laughs> no, that's my opinion. But William obviously thinks that Rangers won, but it'll be a fascinating game. I'm not saying Rangers are playing worse than Celtic just now, not at all. Is that as officially started the build up four weeks? Exactly. That's in your record. I think. Yeah, <laughs> Mar- Mar's given his prediction out already. Two 0 Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you the William uh, Hopefully we will catch up with you soon That was William on the line Still 1-0 to Motherwell Against Coleraine away from home So it's a good start for Stephen Robinson's side Callum Lang with the opener in that one The Viking, the one solitary Viking Hasn't scored yet Aberdeen's 11 men it's haven't good, scored yes. either uh, So it's 0-0 in that one Now there has been Where was the There's been an interesting development In the game that Kind of in, involves Celtic or, or would interest Celtic fans Because the two teams that are meeting tonight To decide who will play Celtic um, In the next round Has been abandoned um, Or postponed, yeah, abandoned So um, going to be interesting to see What happens in that one It's Riga, of course, of Latvia um, Against the team for uh, the San Marino opposition uh, How do you, what's How'd the you name pronounce again? that? I just can't remember the name It will come to me It's abandoned And the, the that's the the game that the winner would play Celtic in the next round. So there we go. They get that rescheduled. They fix, fit it in the, the maybe, diary. Maybe they'll just toss the coin like we do on on beat the pundit and see who goes through. Well, uh, and you guys are a lot younger. Than me, I remember when clubs did used to uh, toss a coin for victims. Right, that's plenty. That's in, enough. In Europe, that's true. Ridiculous Gordon Back me up Yeah I'm, I'm sure they did But that's yes, enough of our, our trip down um, Memory lane Memory lane For one night Right 01419511025 Let's hear from Brian Rice He's hoping the coronavirus Testing protocols um, Remain Consistent After three Hamilton players Went into self-isolation Despite a second test Being negative They were ordered to A 10 day quarantine After initially Testing positive Earlier this week Football stopped in March and we've been crying out for football to get back. We've been crying out for the fans to get back in. We can't stop start at the drop of a hat. You know, we've got to try and keep playing if we possibly can. If it's safe to do so, then we've got to try and do it, in my opinion. It's a frustration, but I would like to think that they won't change the rules in that because we're affected by it. And Hibs were affected by by Alec Goggins. So I don't think you can change the goalposts as we move on. You know, the rules are quite clearly in place. It's a false positive, I believe. You know, the rules are a 10-day isolation period. So I would like to think between now and the end of the season, that's the rule. And it, that, that won't get changed. But otherwise, you know, we've been at a disadvantage. Hibs have been at a disadvantage. So I think the rules are in place. We all know the rules. And we just need to take it on the chin and, and go on it. You can see where... The potential. I'm not sure it's a potential problem because that's just kind of life in a nutshell at the moment. It is a bit unfair. There are seeming some people are perceiving contradictions. So even although it it was a positive test that turned out to be negative, they still have to isolate. Yeah. That's... Will that still be the same come later on in the season 
But I think Brian Rice is correct But if it started that way And it's mm-hmm. affected teams in the past You have to stick with it the yeah, but one if thing if, about, yeah but if, if the health advice changes though That's what it's based yeah. on It's on clinical advice It's yeah. not something that It's not something the SPFL have just come up with Well the, the SPFL haven't come up with anything And that's the whole point we keep going back to The the one rule I, I do think And I mentioned it Saturday That the goalkeeping situation Should be separate from that Outfield players slightly different But who's to know what effect those outfield players Like Gogic could have had in games gone past Alright we've had a video in clearing up um, Nicky has sent me the tweet It's the, the game between Riga and Trey Fiore It's been abandoned due to concerns about the safety of the stadium Riga want to play it tomorrow But there's a chartered flight going back to San Marino tonight so safety of the stadium. Yeah, Is the weather's bad. Mm. All right, I don't know. Right. Yeah, it doesn't look like there. Are, it looks like there's a few in there. I don't think there are many, but nevertheless, so Celtic can watch that with interest to see who they'll face in the next round. Let's finish tonight's teaser full time at Clyde1.com to send your questions in. Twelve clubs from the lower leagues in England that have City in their name: Birmingham, Bristol, Coventry, Norwich, Hull, Lincoln, Bradford, Exeter, Cardiff, mm-hmm. Salford, mm-hmm. York. Yes, sir. No. York City. No. What about Chester? No. York City. No. York City. No. They're just called York. York City. They're called York City FC. Are they still in League Two? Uh, I don't know. Well, you then. said lower leagues. Lower leagues. I said, we're, not going, we're not going non-league here. All oh, right. Okay. Um, we're struggling. Right? So you're confident. Five minutes <laughs> ago. I heard you bragging. I've got them all. It's only the two biggest ones that you're missing, arguably. Not that good at it, are you? Uh, I'll be championship teams, yeah. Come on, then. You know that. I mean, Nicky talking Woods. English Premier League within the last couple uh, of seasons. Uh, yeah, right, okay. You're hopeless. Shitty, uh, shitty, shitty. Oh, no. Gives a clue. They're actually Welsh, but they. Cardiff. Swansea. Swansea. Shitty. And the other one, can you two do it on a cold Thursday night in. Oh, Stoke! Stoke. You're rubbish at this. You're giving it the big in there. Right, back tomorrow night at six with Hugh Keevans and Andy Halliday. Callum is up next.